Hey ladies, welcome to the Losing Fat on Plants podcast. So happy to have you join me. My name is Jennifer and I'm a certified fat loss nutrition coach. I created this podcast for the menopausal woman who's maintaining a fully or partly plant-based diet, but is still struggling like I once did to lose fat because of cycling sugar binges. Menopausal weight gain is for real, and it's more than just calories in, calories out. Hormones, stress, and lifestyle are factors that can affect our appetite and complicate how we feel and behave around food, especially during our midlife. Come on, sister, you know exactly what I'm talking about. If your appetite has increased, you're craving foods high in sugar, and you can't stop overeating, then you're in the right place. Lady friend. Don't spend precious time feeling miserable about how you look and your weight. Instead, join me each week as I share evidence-based strategies to help you manage your sweet tooth on a plant-based diet while keeping it real. You don't have to give up your favorite desserts. Let me show you how you can enjoy sweets guilt-free while on your journey towards losing fat on plants. Hope to see you there. Take care. Hey, sister girl, I hope you're doing well. If you're catching this episode right when it is posted, then you definitely know by now what went down on the Oscars a few days ago. When my son, Mai, sent me a video, I was shook, y'all. I was shook. I never would have bet in a million years that Will Smith would have slapped Chris Rock on the stage. Now, I'm not trying to beat a dead horse. I know it's been talked about for ever since it took place, but there were so many lessons that came out of that slap that I can't help but think about it over and over again. And here's the thing. I planned this episode already before the incident took place, but it truly chimes in well with one of the core principles of fat loss, which is why I wanted to introduce this episode with that event to use it as an example as to why what you think can make or break your daily progress and ultimately your success. Now, we all have our opinions about what went down. And if I'm honest, it took me a minute, a minute to figure out how I really felt about the situation. Will Smith's achievements and the hard work that he's put in to get where he is are all positive, motivational, and inspirational factors that I admire about him. In fact, there's one motivational story that I listened to years ago in an interview about him building a wall as a child, brick by brick, that I think about actually to this day. And The point of this story was that it took tenacity, endurance, and and discipline with hard work to finish the task. And when I think of him, I always think of this story that you can achieve any goal, even lacking the talent that others may have. Because as he pointed out in the same interview, it was the fact that he was willing to work the hardest and practice more than anyone else in order to succeed. So it's control over mind, endurance, and steadfastness that he believes are some of the keys to his success 
And this rings in my ear often when I think about what it takes to be successful. Now, don't worry, Will Smith is not going to be all that I talk about in this episode, but I at least want to use the opportunity to say something that is on my heart and and what I believe to hold true for everyone. And that is that Will's actions were just representative of what happens when we don't rely on our own truths, our our own values and, and principles and stay on our own path. The incident could have happened to any one of us, period. We would like to think that we would have handled it differently and maybe we would have, but given the right circumstances and and conditions and, and feelings and thoughts, you and I both can be pushed to our limit, justified or unjustified, make the wrong decision at the wrong time and act against what we know to be right. What woman hasn't done something that she's embarrassed about, which misrepresented how she wants to be seen? And and that thing that that she may have done might have come from a place of uncertainty, sadness, or fear, um, or, or anger, even pride, an emotional place that ultimately led to behavior that derailed her progress or achievements. I think this has happened to most of us, if not all. So my main point is I'm not in a position to throw shade at anyone. I know how quickly one mistake can change everything and we are all capable of, of making them. Um, it honestly made me sad though, when, when I looked on Will's Instagram page and saw all of the people who commented how they no longer respect him, they're no longer his fans and, and that he lost his way, way and, and they're disappointed in him. You have to be a strong person to process all of those comments and still come out positive on the other end. Most celebrities have have to deal with that, I know. Totally not my world at all. Not most of us can handle that. It would, it would crush our spirit and make us doubt who we are and our purpose. So I hope that he allows the incident to work in him and make him more self-aware, help him to realign with his true purpose, or at least the values he holds dear, and and also allow it to guide his future actions in a way that reflects his beliefs and not what he thinks is right in the heat of the moment based on his emotions or any other misguided influences. Not one of us is infallible, not one. So when we remain humble, remember our truths and values and let them guide the decisions we make while keeping it real, we will continue to succeed. So after that very long introduction, I I want to focus on a few things in, in this episode, starting with 
one, what things do you tell yourself that provoke you to behave counterproductively or in a way that that you're not proud of? Number two, how do these messages affect your behavior and your progress? as you move along. And number three, what can you do to change your behavior in order to stay on track? So have you ever been in a rut and you didn't know why you just couldn't get motivated to do anything? When I think back to moments in my life where I was stuck and couldn't move forward, they were times when I felt bad about my life or myself as a person and actually looked negatively at my situation instead of remembering my worth or my purpose. If you yourself have ever been in such a rut, then you probably told yourself the same things that I told myself, such as you're not that great. You haven't truly done anything successful in your life or, or anything of any value. You're not that pretty or as pretty as others. You're not that smart. You're not that funny, or you're not a good mother or a good wife. The list goes on. And the more you feed yourself these messages, the more you start to believe them. You begin to identify with the way that you define yourself in that moment. The way that you define yourself may be based on how someone has labeled you or as a result of how you've compared yourself to other women and believed that they were much better than you, either smarter than you, prettier than you. Maybe they had a much better body than you or they were more successful or had more money or more things than you. When you see yourself as less than or inferior, then you start to feel less than or inferior. You begin to take on a role of a powerless victim. Does this sound familiar? For example, I'm not capable of doing that because I'm not built that way. Or I'm not able to figure that out because I'm not that smart. Or I'm not able to succeed because I just don't have the drive or the ambition that you need. Or maybe I can't look good because I'm too fat or too old or not pretty enough. Or as a menopausal woman, you might've said, I'm too old to lose weight or I'm hormonal. My metabolism is broken, so I'll never be able to burn fat. Well, to my second point, how do these messages affect your behavior and your progress? I want to just sort of focus on those messages that I that I just talked about. When we identify with these messages, we are not able to see how we can change. 
we assume that the definition we've given ourselves is set in stone and it determines who we are and what we're capable of. These messages that we feed ourselves ultimately change our feelings about about who we are, right? They distract us from our goals and hold us back from moving forward. We start to focus on the images we have of ourselves and the weaknesses and limitations. Do you remember my analogy of driving in a car in the first episode and having a goal or intention that keeps you focused so that you don't get off track? This applies to the thoughts that enter our head and distract us from our target. When we listen to other people who tell us things about ourselves that are hurtful, we may start to look at ourselves differently, even when the things may not be true. They cloud our vision and we start to lose our way because we're looking at, let's say, objects on the sidelines instead of looking at the signs on the road that lead us to our destination. We get distracted by things on the side. The messages themselves are limitations that we put on ourselves and they prevent us from behaving in alignment with our truths and our values and ultimately our goals. We start to feel stuck and have a poor view of ourselves. We're disappointed or sad, depressed, or maybe even angry. And these emotions are likely to push us to behave in a self-destructive way. We may turn to eating, to self-medicate, or to other behaviors to help us cope with the negative emotions. In my first episode, I um, also told my story of falling into a state of depression when I failed the first medical board exam and I couldn't continue studying medicine. I felt like a failure and I was embarrassed that something I had worked so hard for over four years didn't work out. I literally felt that I was too stupid to pass the boards. And I remember even saying that out loud, which I'm not happy about at all. It, it was it was a dark time. It was, it was actually time that I'd taken away from my family that I couldn't get back. And I was miserable for months, which ultimately drove me to overeat. And as I started to work and encountered yet another life change, which disrupted the family setting again and caused additional stress, I just continued on eating, eating mainly sugar and other comfort foods to self-medicate and ultimately got off track and and, and lost uh, or, or gained weight. In the third episode, I mentioned that one of the studies um, showed that there was clear evidence that eating is one of the mechanisms that obese subjects turn to during states of depression. So it's it's common that that people when they are emotionally charged or when they are sad or depressed, that they turn to food to cope with their emotions. Overeating takes us off track with our eating plans and prevents us from moving forward towards our goals. We may even mentally give up 
and tell ourselves it's not worth it to continue since we never succeed at anything anyway, or since we're not smart enough to figure it out or not young anymore and won't be able to stay consistent or burn enough fat because our metabolism doesn't work like it used to. When we no longer have hope or believe that we can change, we won't make any effort. We'll continue to spiral and perhaps sit on the couch with a bag of Oreos and and Netflix all day because it's a quick fix to make us feel better. We, We don't have to take responsibility or ownership of our actions. We can believe that our rut or stuckness is just the way that it is or the way that we've been built or you know that's how life is and and we just end up not doing anything about it so to my third point what can you do to change your behavior in order to stay on track when you're feeding yourself or when negative messages are fed to you so how can you empower yourself actually and, and, and take action in order to reach a goal when you're having negative feelings created by negative thoughts that, that you or someone has fed you or that you've chosen to feel about yourself? I have three steps that you can do to protect yourself from the distraction of negative thoughts and emotions in order to stay on track and reach your goals. The first one is get out your journal. Get out your journal that I mentioned in the first episode that that you'll be using to track your progress and to assess your your um your your progress, your 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 status, your daily activities and review your goals. So if you haven't already, right, you you want to, when you begin your strategy of losing fat, outline what your goals are so that you have a target. Um, you want to remind yourself of, of why you got started in the first place with losing fat. Review what your intention is and remind yourself of your desires and what you want to achieve. If the goal seems overwhelming, maybe you need to change it, make it more attainable, or maybe you need to be more detailed and clearer with your goal. The point is to gain clarity and get your orientation back in times of uncertainty, lack of confidence or or frustration with yourself so that you can steer yourself back on track with where you want to be. And after reviewing your goal and ensuring it is clear and well-detailed, the second step is to take a few moments to write down your beliefs, your values, and the identity of the person you are and have to become in order to achieve your goals. This will take a little bit of time. You you want to be clear and, and focused and not distracted. So don't do this while you're watching Netflix or, or busy with another task. Get a cup of tea and sit at a clear structured table and spend at least 20 minutes jotting down truths about yourself and the things you believe in that give you strength and stability. You 
want to lay down some principles so that when you have negative thoughts, you can refer back to these values that will help to keep you rooted and steadfast. It, it may look something like this. My goal is to lose 25 pounds. My desire is I want to lose fat because I want to look better. I want to feel better. I want to have more energy. I want to be a role model for others. I want to gain strength, be strong and and be fitter. And I want to reduce my risk of any health related diseases. My beliefs are, I know that I am loved and I'm cared for, and I was created to love others and carry out a purpose in this world defined specifically for me with my personality, my character, and my talents. My other belief is I can only carry out my purpose if I am healthy, active, focused on my goal, remain humble, but not timid, and maintain control of my actions and behavior while serving others. Truths about myself are, I am capable of achieving my goal because I am strong, determined, and will make an effort to take easy, doable steps every day towards my goal. The responses that I will tell myself when I have negative thoughts are, for example, if I tell myself that I'm not smart enough, I will remind myself that I am capable of learning what I need to know in order to accomplish any task. If I do not know how, I will ask for support and find out the answer. I will never tell myself I'm too stupid. Another response may be, if I tell myself that I am too old to lose fat, I will remind myself that age does not determine my progress, but instead the action that I take every day. So those are just a few ideas um, or some inspiration as to, to what you can write down for your goal, your desire, how you can structure your goal and your desire, what your beliefs are and what your truths are about yourself and how you see yourself or about the person that you need to become in order to achieve your goal. And the responses, most importantly, the responses um, that you'll tell yourself when, when you have negative thoughts or when you're feeling those negative feelings, what you can tell yourself in order to stay rooted in, in truths that will lead you to your goal. Your beliefs, values, and goals will look different for you, of course, right? This is only inspiration. The point is to take the time when you're of sound mind and spirit and explore your thoughts and come up with strong messages that will guide you when you're weak. Messages that you can turn to and remind yourself of, of, of your purpose, 
um, where you're headed and, and how you're going to get there and what will happen if something gets in your way. And finally, the third step is to track your progress and celebrate your wins. So I have several journals. One of my journals captures my my goals and my dreams and desires. The second journal captures my spiritual thoughts and my gratitude. And the third journal captures my daily activities, my food plan, my weight goal, my current weight, any reactions to foods that I may have and the actual foods that cause the reaction. Um, also, if I get off plan, what caused the shift and how to get back on track, it captures all of my steps, you know, how to stay on track in order to lose fat. And each day I review my journal, I can see the progress that I'm making in any one area. Losing fat or maintaining your weight is a lifelong journey. So even if you've achieved your goal, you'll still want to continue with the same action steps or modified steps as as you go along to keep you on track. You want to plan your general eating habits or plan your exercise routine or, or new workout goals. If you see yourself falling out of your routine, you'll want to know what caused you to lose your way. And on the same token, you want to keep track of the positive action that actually leads you to your pro- progress. So you know what's working for you, you know, what, what helps you, um, what's the right action step to take versus the wrong. And you'll want to celebrate this so that you remember you are making progress and that you can be proud of the effort effort that, that you're making. You can remind yourself that the action steps you are taking actually work so that you remain steadfast when you start to have negative thoughts that make you believe you're a failure, when in fact you have evidence that you're succeeding at losing fat. So these three steps you can take to safeguard yourself against any attacks on your mind that get you to feeling negatively about who you are, what you're capable of, and drive you to behave counterproductively and away from your goals. So in summary, if we just go over them again, things that you tell yourself may provoke you to behave counterproductively. Um, as to my first point, like you may say to yourself, you're too old or too fat, too menopausal, and your me- metabolism is broken. You're not smart enough to figure fat loss out. You're not disciplined or consistent enough to stay on track. These are examples of messages that keep you focused on your limitations and weaknesses. With my second point, I mentioned that these messages can affect your behavior and your progress by distracting you from your goals. You can develop feelings of hopelessness, powerlessness, feelings that you're not capable of achieving your goals because you lack something that you need in order to succeed. You may feel sad, depressed, 
um, or uh, and you react or behave in a self-destructive way because of that by either giving up mentally, as I mentioned, and and falling back on your action steps and or overeating to self-soothe as I once did or can do at any time if I fall into these uh, coping mechanisms, these poor coping mechanisms. These behaviors can rob you of your motivation and progress by blinding you from your target as you start to achieve negative results from these poor coping mechanisms that you've uh, fell into or that you've fallen into. Remember when you're driving in your car and instead of following the signs or looking on the road ahead of you, you take your eyes off the road and focus on objects on the sidelines and they steal your attention away from what's important, you know, the road in front of you and they cause you to lose your way. So to get back on the road, you need, as my last point, first, to review your goal and intentions. You want to remember your values and truth. truths. Focus on the things you know to be true, not untruths or lies um, based on feelings or emotions that come and go. Two, write down some supportive responses. You will tell yourself when you hear or start to feed yourself negative messages and review them regularly along with the the truths about yourself, um, your beliefs and the values that you need to explore and to, to write down and to reinforce. Review them regularly when you have self-doubt, when you're you're angry or when you're depressed. And, and three, um, remember the successes you've had and, and how you've achieved them as the person that you are. Celebrate small wins by marking them in your journal so that you can see the progress that you're making and remind yourself that you are learning and you are developing and you're obtaining positive results that are helping you move towards your goal. Your journal can be a powerful tool, not only to capture your thoughts and feelings and make you aware of yourself and your emotions and and how you're processing how you perceive yourself and, and how you're processing your environment and your actions, but it can also be a guide to remind you of facts, truths, or values that should drive and determine your success, not fleeting emotions that can distract you from your goals. Your journal can also provide you with clear evidence of your progress as you jot down every day the action you are taking and the results that you have achieved, whether small or large, doesn't matter as you stay on track. So use it to help and support you and to keep you from getting stuck. If you need help with ideas for beliefs or values and and positive responses to tell yourself when you are overpowered with negative thoughts about yourself, I've provided a cheat sheet that you can use to get inspired. 
you can simply click on the link in the description notes and pick up the free cheat sheet for support. Um, or simply if I don't get it into, if, if it's not in the, um, in the description notes, come visit me on Instagram and click on my link tree and you will be directed to the link from there. Um, yeah, I, I hope this was very helpful. Just a few simple steps that will help to keep you focused and keep you on track so you don't lose your way from your goals. Um, I thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, I hope that you subscribe if you haven't already and please leave a review and, and share the podcast with a friend so I can reach as many women as I can who may be menopausal um, or be in the menopause transition and are looking for tips and strategies to support them on their fat loss journey. I look forward to sharing another episode with you next week. And until then, stay healthy, stay blessed. And if you're menopausal with a sweet tooth, remember that guilt-free always tastes and feels better. Talk to you next week. Take care.